I believe stories change the world. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says, They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Your testimony is worth sharing because it has power. My name is Carol Oyola, host of the Overcome Today podcast, which aims to inspire and empower you to stand tall, shine in confidence, because you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Overcomers, welcome to episode 71. If this is your first time here, thank you for joining the Overcomers fam. I know you will really like it here. You have a lot to catch up on at 70 episodes, but do not worry, do not fret. Um, you know, put this on when you're on your commute to work or, you know, doing errands or doing chores around the house, whatever it is, or however you listen to your podcasts. And of course, if we've been here from the very beginning, thank you so much for sticking around and just for the love and the support. Now, I am so, so excited, guys, because I am using a new microphone. Oh my God. So now, like, my dream has always to be, like, to to be able to set up my own sort of, you know, podcasting or home studio um, and not like a really serious one, you know, um, but seriously, that's a dream. So my husband knew about this and he was really, really kind enough to gift me one for our 10 year anniversary. And I was so over the moon. So thank you, husband. And just in case you're wondering, wow, 10 years, Carol, 10 years. Yes, we've been married 10 years. And we shared a bit of wisdom on our journey in marriage. So check out episode 70, which is just the previous episode. And do let me know what you think by leaving a comment or a review. I'd really appreciate. So here are my top three picks this week. Yes, I do have my top three. I am reading the book of Isaiah. Now, I put up a post on my social media page, which, by the way, if you're not following at Overcome Today on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, about a Bible reading plan that we're doing at my home church, Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. I've had time to catch up since um, I was seriously lagging behind. Um, they're currently on the book of Jeremiah, which I'm starting tomorrow, but, um, the book of Isaiah has been heavily ministering to me in this season. It has some scary bits. I won't lie. Like some of those prophecies, by the way, are serious, but it also gives me a lot of hope. I'm really enjoying reading the Bible from Genesis because I can see how it all ties in together and I just can't wait to finish it in December with the book of Revelation. Um, and can you imagine? I've been, I think I've been born again. <laughs> okay, don't say all my life, but I've been born again for a minute and I've not read the Bible cover to cover. Um, I started last year and fell off, um, but I had purpose that I really want to know the word for myself and to be able to even know God through his word and to hear him because he does speak through his word. So if you're interested in getting the reading plan, which is quite simple, by the way, like you only read during weekdays, you can decide to extend and I mean to the weekends. But, if you know, in case you miss a day or two during the week, you can catch up on the weekends. Um, just send a DM to NCM Bakasi. 
that is NZ Nairobi Chapel Embakasi on their social media pages and they will send it to you. Do not worry if you're thinking, guy, you guys are in August. Me, I'm starting from scratch. Imagine just start, just start and you'll enjoy it. Cool. I am listening to the song Jesus by Phil Thompson. Now, this is a very simple but very powerful worship song. Um, and it's basically just reminding us about the name Jesus and why we worship him. It has really like helped me in my cutie. Yeah, it's just a beautiful song. So if you haven't listened to it, check it out on YouTube or Spotify. Now this week, I am so excited to have my friend, my cousin, my girl, Carrie Kagiri. Yes, by the way, she is my real cousin, like for real. Her dad and my mom our first cousins. Now, if you don't know the bubbly, vivacious, loud, and outgoing Carrie, I really don't know which rock you're living under. <laughs> really for real. Like, that girl is everywhere. Like, you can't cause her. Anyway, Carrie is a Christian public speaking trainer with 10 years experience. Like, she's young, but she has 10 years experience in event hosting, TV, and radio presenting, and the performing arts. She says her greatest joy is found in acting, singing, and dancing on stage. Now, I've known Carrie nearly all my life. Not all, but nearly all. But I really wanted to know the story behind her journey in radio, since she's quite an influence in that area. Um, and yeah, so listening to our chat. Is it that when you're a child, you always knew? Because I know you've, I know you, you've always been <laughs> a very hype um, and um, out there, outgoing child, um, or you were, sorry. So did you know at that point that your future would somehow be in the arts or in music or in, you know, radio, journalism, media? Yeah. Being a hype child, if you grew up, in the same country I did, it was not a good thing. You are a noisemaker, you are a kimbelembele, you are a mchokozi. So, no, there's no way I knew any of these gifts were supposed to turn out to anything good because it was always you are a noisemaker, you are, yeah, all those things I've said. So, no, I did not know. <laughs> I had no idea. And at what point was it? Was it in school? Were you were you those kids who would go join the drama club I or your music all fest? The clubs. Every club that could be gone to, I was in it. Did that is that the point maybe perhaps in high school? Because I know high school is more of like discovery yeah. phase when you kind of know your interests. So what interests so did you have? So actually in high school in was high school. my first opportunity to uh, get to do to to get into radio. But I'll go back a bit. Yeah, it seemed like an interesting mm -hmm. thing to do. Like do media because of even people like you who gave me permission. Like you're someone I know and you're on the screen. And I'm like, this could be mm -hmm. something I can do too. You know, in a sense, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that you're that mm -hmm. old that you were in media when I was in high school. I'm just saying <laughs> like, as I an know. example. But uh let me say it, it doing activities and and being exposed standing on stage could make you know that okay i can speak in front of people i can dance i can do xyz but now for radio radio it's that i had a a call on a radio station which we had a radio in school illegally and they said they are looking for an intern 
uh, like a, mm. a, a, a guest host. And so over the holidays, I went and I met up with the gentleman who said that on radio. And I was like, hey, I'm the guest host you're looking for. And it was at an event. It used to be called Spa Fest. I don't know if... Oh, yeah, yeah I remember Spa Fest. Like you just walked, I walked up, up to him. Jugu, straight, straight up, up yeah. And I was like, hey, I heard you asking for a co-host because I didn't even know how he looks like. So I asked people, who is Njugu? Which one is he? Oh, that one. Okay, fine. I'll go to him. So I walked up to him and I was like, hey, I heard you asking for a co-host. I think I'm the host. And he said, come today. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, are you <laughs> Yeah, you're... So I have to like run home, call my mom, be like, mom, I need you to take me to a radio station at 9 p.m. The radio station is, you know, uh, where I'm working now. So this is kind of a 360. Mm-hmm. And... And she was like, okay, I guess, let's go. <laughs> and so I went and I was on the radio and I was just me. And guys were like, we have to have that girl back. Like, we just have to have oh, her wow. back. And so every time I used to come back after holiday, I used to go back. Wait, this was in high school, Carrie. It was that way back when you were still high in high school. school. From three, from four second term. From three, from oh, three wow. third term. And so you did that, like, were you getting paid or it was no, just like a thing that you were doing? Who? I know. Yeah, I that they're doing you a favor, but see, I don't think they're doing it in a bad place. Just I'm a high schooler, yeah. and I'm just bringing a different perspective. It was really, really cool. I got to work with the late Kaberere uh, on that night show. Mm. I got to work with uh, DJ Soxy, DJ Celeb, Crowbar, just the whole Moz and Jogush. It was just everyone. Celeb as well was there, yeah. So, you know, you're being exposed um, this early um, to the radio world and, of course, the gospel industry because it was a gospel show. Um, But from there, like, how was it? Was it just smooth sailing? Like, it was gig after gig after gig? Or what would you say your journey was like from that point on, now that you're straight into the radio? Right. Um, I guess, as you said, it exposed me to the industry. I think I played... I was the first person to play with people like Chris Ababa. I played Echo mm. Dida. Um, I launched DJ Sadiq, DJ Career. He was my DJ on the radio show. So there's so many of these guys who we meet up and they're like, yo, you gave me this opportunity. Or yo, you 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 played my song first on air. Or you are, you know, mm. the first person to, you know, give me an interview. And I'm just like, what? Really? <laughs> it's quite interesting. <laughs> but um, it was not smooth sailing after that because what happened is now I finished high school and after a while there was mm. this new radio station that was started. It was a branch of homeboys called uh, Power Radio. And now I got a gig mm. on Power Radio just based on, you know, working with the same Kubamba crew on Hope uh, for mm. the one weekly show. But now, now this was a daily thing. So I was like an intern going to collect like voice pops and I had a countdown show on Saturdays with Soxy and then I used to do features, that kind of a thing. And then mm-hmm. uh, that shut down and I just want to highlight this. Like I was there for nine months and I never got a single coin. Like at a fair mm-hmm. or lunch, nothing, absolutely nothing. I think the highlights were mm-hmm. just like the trips and stuff like that and you know, running a radio station is not easy. <laughs> if you think yeah. about, you know, just basically paying for the frequency, I, I don't even know. It didn't even make sense to me at all. So uh, mm-hmm. how they did it, I don't know. It was just a miraculous thing. But yeah, it was like the dopest Christian radio station. After a while, when that transitioned, I just went and focused on school. 
I got into my undergrad and I did uh, what I did for undergrad is actually totally different. I did film and theater arts. Then okay. during this uh, film and theater arts, I was still called again by Kubamba because they had a gig on Hot 96. And so I was still mm. doing features. And it's like 2012. I was also doing a Sunday morning radio show, which slowly, when, when that was ending, morphed into a Saturday afternoon old school and sports radio show where Chris Okinda was like, hey, Kerry, come, let's host together. You know, because I really wanted to learn everything I could learn. And so Chris mm. calls me in. And the day that I'm coming in to learn with him, he doesn't show up. I have to learn how to do sports and old school in like that. By yourself. Yeah. I was wow. Googling like in an MC light. I'd never even heard of these people. Like, Thank you know, you. I, I just went to the newsroom. I got like Wahigamora, who is so dope. Thank God for him. Bernard Ndong, all these guys. I was like, yo, I'm supposed to talk about sports. I don't know anything. Just come with banter. So mm. they agreed to come on. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be introducing a guest. <laughs> Up next. <laughs> and, and it was just that creativity, I think, that got me uh to survive on that show and chris ended mm. up like not coming like it became my show like he was busy i mean he he, he still used to do drive time back then mm. uh with cindy organa who's so dope uh yeah so that's how i landed into sports at old school and really still doing school at this time uh my undergrad yeah that was kind of the gig but in the middle of all this you get like acting gigs you know mm. i went for so many auditions wow wait wait wait, wait. i've got i stood in lines <laughs> for auditions uh these yeah. are for tv shows and tv series because at the same time i'm studying film and theater art so i'm an actor now mm. by default <laughs> anyway god 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 really really uh, me I, I just look back and i'm like i didn't see this happening like I mm. never saw, I, there's a place, I found a book that I wrote when I was 16, like I wanted to be a news anchor. But wow. when I sat down with like Victoria Rubadiri, um, mm. who's really gracious and she broke down what the work is, I was like, can never be me. That can never be me. <laughs> but, Let me just stick to what I, I know. I think it will come to be still. I think the fact that I wrote yeah. it down, I kind of sealed it. Yeah, but you, you also went on TV, I right? I did. There was a point you were on TV. I, and I still am on TV right now. And you still are, yeah, you still are yeah. on TV. So how was the TV journey? Like that movement from radio um, to TV? Because you're now doing like this Chris show. How long did that last oh, for? Oh, yeah. So that, did you go straight to that TV? That was like another, it was a really long stint because that went up to mm. probably August the next year. This was like October to like August the next year. And mm. then uh, where did I go after that? After that, I got some TV shows and I was also on stage acting, uh, which is mm. really my passion. Like, I think I'm most alive on stage acting and singing. Yeah, mm. I think that's really where I'm alive. I really come alive on that. So, yeah, I did productions after that, like stage. I did Dream Girls. And I'm going to do a bit more afterwards, but that's what I did most of that. You know, you, you realize when you get to a production, it's like, Four, four months of rehearsal, two months of performance. You know, that's already half a year, if you think about it. And mm, that's gone like yeah. that. And still at the same time, you're in school. So how did I get into TV? I was just auditioned. You know, this this <laughs> industry runs on, on, on like, I've seen this person do this, they can do this well. That's mm. it. Like your work mm. is really your, your resume. 
I don't yeah. have to now start bringing papers to any other radio station because I yeah. know because guys have yeah, heard you. I know and what you can do, and you're the person yeah. we are looking for. And there's this thing called yeah. typecasting. So someone wants someone mm-hmm. who that's why they say twenty-two year old looks this way, talks this way, mm. you know. So they know who they are casting for whatever role it is, whether it's radio, TV, screen, even for screen, they kind of know what they're looking for. So if they see you, they're like, okay, this is the person we're looking for. If they hear you, this is the person we're looking for. So really, that's just how I think my work has, and my ministry has just gone wherever it is it's going. Where do you see also the role of God in all this, in all these opportunities that have come your way that, as you said, you did not expect when you look back in retrospect how far you've come? Um, where, where, Where is God in all this? I think God is all this. Really, he is. Because, uh, you know, I got to know about the radio station after I got born again. And that mm. was in high school. And this girl kept telling me, like, I was saved. I was always in church. I mean, you know that, you know, I was raised mm. in church. My parents are demon chasing spirit field. But there's this <laughs> yeah. aspect of uh, when I plugged into the church at school is when I got the opportunity to sit down with the saved kids and listen to Kubamba mm. and hear that they wanted someone. You get, so in a huge sense, mm. this was really a God-ordained plan. And, and through the conviction of the Holy Spirit, I got to say yes and agree and you know, get onto this um, platform. Uh, but mm. the, the role of God has been really him by himself and his own divine design creating me to be uh, a voice that will speak his truth, will speak encouragement, will speak joy and peace. And just every way he made me was for that purpose. And so... Mm. The role of God is just number one, how He created me, because I don't know how mm. I speak this first or why my voice sounds like it does. Like those are not things I learned or applied for, and mm. no one can teach you really creativity. It's something that mm. comes from God, and so His role is the designer and the orchestrator, and now just now perfecting the whole direction and the whole purpose, and for it to come together as it did, because then I couldn't mm. see this far. Then I just thought, mm-hmm. okay, sir, since I'm cute, I have a symmetrical face, I can do TV, you know, <laughs> and I quote mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, yeah, so I'd say the role of God is just his divine design <laughs> and just mm-hmm. how he made me as a person, how he made me bold. Even, and you see, yeah. the truth is, even when I go live on radio now, I still have nerves. Mm-hmm. I'm still like, what am I going to say? Even though I've planned out the link, how am I going to say it? Uh, you can't script mm. everything you say on radio. Like, you can't be reading, like, thank you so much for tuning into the yeah. FM. Welcome. Like, you know, you'll sound weird. <laughs> A robotic, uh, anyway, yeah. So the, the the work of God is just his divine design. And then me allowing mm. him to, to say, I'm an instrument of your peace. I'm an instrument. I'm just a vessel. What can I do? And where would you have me do it? Yeah. And how has it and how has it been staying on the faith? Because yes, you've been in the gospel industry. You've, of course, um, not entirely just worked in the gospel or church mm. industry yeah. sort of thing, but you've also been in the secular yeah. world as well. But have you been able to still stay saved? If there's yeah, like think, still walk with God. I think God. the one thing I know about my relationship with God is he is absolutely never going to let me go. Like even when I've been out there in the club, like literally getting so drunk, it's how do I put it? It's just been it's been a war of contending for my faith 
but mm. better still it has been being very deliberate to know that i am not i am not, nothing without god i feel like mm. i can't function in fact even sometimes when i get up i'm so late but i literally have to spend time in his presence and be like lord i need you i need your strength i'm totally solely mm. dependent on my relationship with him that's my addiction through it all I just know what I'm called for and and if it's your purpose and your mission because I realize there are many mm. people who are so blind like they know about God but they've never plugged in and so I'm like mm. why am I plugging in like I always ask myself such weird questions like I'm like these people here about Jesus they've been raised probably in a, in a godly family but they just don't want anything to do with Christ why am I always just mm. my deepest desire is Christ like my deepest mm. desire is to get so close and to know God and his will and his purpose it's just inside me and so I'd call it the conviction of the holy spirit the infilling of the holy spirit and also add mm. the the part of how i was raised it's a very mm. important thing for parents to ground their children in the things of god i even as an yeah. adult like my mom still has this thing like she'll call me up on a sunday morning especially when she could tell that i wasn't like straight and she could be like mm. eh, are you in charge <laughs> And I'm like, mm. what's your business? I don't live in your house. Why are you calling me to ask me mm. if I'm in church? Like, see, now I can make my own decisions. But then that's who I am. That's who we are. <laughs> there's, there's all those parts. And then there's also the aspect of prayer. I'd really like to know that, yeah. Mm. My mom even, I was with her just today, interesting enough. And, and she was saying, if I don't pray for my children, nobody will. So I pray for my children because mm. I'm the only one who thinks I'm the only one who can pray for my children. Yeah, mm. so there's all that uh, coming together. Because it's the secular industry yeah. is way easier. It's more fun. Mm. It's more versatile. I've gotten offers mm. to give my gifts uh, to secularism, and this is like full offer. Mm. Like, be a secular artist. We're gonna manage you. We're gonna do everything, up to your car. We're gonna pay you a retainer. We're gonna pay you to be a face and a brand, a performing brand. Mm. That's exactly like gain the whole world and lose my soul. Yeah, that's literally soul, the yeah. meaning like i would lose my soul but mm-hmm. i would have everything and these are real mm-hmm. serious people who are already in the industry who are like just denounce christ like literally mm-hmm. and we are i never even thought this thing was real i used to think those things they talk about joking at jay-z like it's fake but it's real they're like you have yeah, everything happens. we need and we can just create mm-hmm. a brand around you and this is how the industry is going now and they show me mm-hmm. artists who they've made and i'm like I'm like, no, no, there's no way. Yeah. So it's not been easy, but it's worth it. And Mm. I just, I just pray and I commit to serving God all my life, Mm. just until that very last day. How, how has that journey been? Um, Being known and recognized and people literally, um, you know, when people hear your voice on radio or whatever it is that you say, um, as you said, you you highly depend on God um, to guide your steps, to help you out. But um, in that sphere of influence, what's your vision, um, especially as you literally influence younger people? I think I really want to open up uh, hmm. people to using their own voices and their own gifts. Because I realize people have so many amazing gifts that I learn about every single day. But then I'm always shocked. I don't even, for me, I don't think of myself as someone who's known. Like, I realize I'm known when I go mm-hmm. somewhere. Someone's like, oh, yeah, you're Kerika again. I'm like, yeah. Okay. What's your name? Okay. <laughs> I always ask people that. But then you realize, anyone who I've met and I've, I was like, so what's your name? I want to get to know you as well. 
Uh, because you mm. know me, so what do you do? You know, I'm also interested. Yeah. Uh, so I never even think at the, oh, I'm known, oh, so do you have influence? But every time I speak, I realize people are listening. And so I always try to mm-hmm. spread hope. I spread joy uh, and say whatever God has assigned me to say. I remember the time I was in a bus. Mm-hmm. And God told me, I have a message for someone in this bus, and you're the one who is going to say it. And I'm like, no. In a bus, yes. like, no, public yes, transport. Yes. I'm like, no. I'm like, Z, I'm yeah. not doing it. He's like, you have to. And literally, my seat was boiling, my heart was boiling, my stomach was boiling, and I said, fine. And immediately, I stood up, things started coming down. I said, driver, driver, neza hubiri. He's like, sour. Then I turned to the people, I'm like, hey, guys, sit our t-shirts are then everyone laughed. And I was like, you know, God is saying, you know, it was just like a verse. I think it was like, if my people walk mm. up by my name, will humble themselves and pray, God is calling us to humble ourselves, God is calling us to pray for the nation, you know, and da da da, all that. Uh, you're forgiven, you're loved. It was just like a whole message. And I was like, okay, mm. God, this is not what we're doing. <laughs> we're doing I know. a platform. We do this from there. I know. Uh, and now I speak in verses through radio. And I think mm. it's just that faithfulness. But um, I I don't know. I, I think the, the, the mission and the vision is to spread hope, especially to the younger mm. generation. Christ is awesome. Uh, just to reflect him and to be unashamed. That's that's, yeah. that's my, my message. Because many guys are saved Uko home, but they talk her mm. and there's nothing like salvation uh, mm. out there. So I just want to be unashamed, unapologetic, and just, you know, keep christ known uh wherever it is i go and and just that gift of just bringing out the best out of people and giving people permission uh to be amazing to be god-fearing to be godly oh, that is awesome and finally what are your words of encouragement especially for young christians who um uh, also sort of in that journey to discovering their gifts and their talents uh, talents and you know, just like you, who is multi-talented, you're on radio, TV, acting, singing, um, and they're like, I think, you know, yeah. where, where, how do I serve God? And I have so all these gifts. I think you need to be faithful with where you're at because what happens is there are seasons of life. So there are seasons mm. where you will not be available to do the acting. If you can do it now, do it. I don't know what mm. gifts there are, but there are so many other gifts. I follow up good at uh, sound and engineering and all that. Like there are so many mm. gifts in the household of faith. But I'll just say, mm. be faithful with where you are. Do the best. Go the extra mile. Be available uh, when God allows you to be available. Because like now, guys are normally shocked. Like I do radio Monday to Friday. I do TV once a week. I still sing in my worship team in church. I still serve mm. uh, with the youth when I have an opportunity. I still do all these things. I, I have to have like mentorship programs. Like this season, mm. at least I've managed to serve at uh, St. Paul's University. I've managed to serve at my former high school, St. George's Girls, uh, just inspiring. So I just say there are seasons of life and you have to be very faithful in every season because there are times you will not have the energy and you will not have the strength. And you won't have the mm. the time as well. So right now, yeah. wherever it is you're at, just serve. Do whatever you can. Learn as much as you can learn. And just ask God, Lord, what would you have me do? Because he'll always respond. Mm. And just realize that, you know, it's not about... Because some people want to serve for the wrong reason. Someone wants to sing in the worship team. Yeah. You know, someone mm. wants to, 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 to do just... Uh, ask God where he'll have you do it and where he'll have you do it you will thrive you will get the best in terms of 
uh, output, like what God is putting mm. inside you to share, but also he, he will teach you, he will mold you as a person because, yeah, it's very important to also um, learn and grow, even sit under people. Like, I don't like I go mm. to a ministry and, and you know, and I'm like, I've, you're also learning, you know, you want to learn, you mm. want to, to, to get discipled as well. So I'll tell anyone who's listening to my voice right now, you have a gift. I don't know what it is. Realize it. And and one way to realize your gift is actually by serving and being available. So you can learn I'm good at organizing. I'm good at children's ministry. I'm good at mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Like just be available to be used by God. And your life is not all about you earning money and becoming mm-hmm. rich and successful. Like rich people die and they leave all their money here. The the, the only inheritance mm. you can have is a number of souls that are one for the gospel of Christ and that are one mm. to heaven. So find opportunities to plug into this kind of a space. That's the biggest uh, wealth I think you can have. It's like the number of souls mm. you're actually able to reach out to and tell about yeah. Jesus in whatever capacity. Maybe you're the cables guy or you have the money you'll give them money to the ministry I mean whatever it is if you want to connect with Carrie and just know more about this amazing girl and the 10,000 things that she is doing which are awesome follow her on social media at Kerry Kagiri and listen to her in action every weekday morning on Hope FM I've put all the details on the show notes below so you can get direct links to her pages now as I wrap up this episode here's what I'm learning that God always keeps his word all you need to do is just trust him he's not a man that he should lie that's in numbers 23 19 if he said it he will do it. Now you can check out Joshua 23, 14. So hold on. I have seen him answer prayers that I prayed years ago. Things that he promised months ago. I see them slowly coming to pass. I have seen it not just in my life, but in others. So why not trust in a God who will never change? From, by the way, when working at Adam, <laughs> like that, I don't even want to say those are centuries past. That That's like major centuries past. Put your trust in him and trust the process. I know it's hard, but trust the process. He will definitely not let you down. So there's so much more coming up in the coming months. Uh, So subscribe, follow, like the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And don't forget to leave a comment, review, or rate the podcast to ensure that many more are blessed by it. And just to let you know that this podcast is indeed my ministry. And I'd really love to do so much more with it. So if you'd like to financially support the podcast, I've provided a direct link on the show notes below. And or if you'd like to get featured, you know, you want to share your story, whatever story, fill in the Google form provided in the show notes or the description below. Thank you guys for all the love and support. And until next time, bless.